It's time for Ralph and Vicky's Off-Grid Podcast with your host, outdoor writer Pete Rogers. We're coming to you from the Hunter's Blend Coffee Studio. Hunter's Blend Coffee, defending hunting one cup at a time. Now, let's get into this week's show. Welcome back to Off-Grid with Ralph and Vicky. I'm your host, Pete Rogers, and today's podcast, we're going to talk about the Illinois whitetail season that we've had so far. Ooh. So, uh... Ralph, Vicky, tell me how your season's gone. My so season's far. gone absolutely horrible. Can we say? Can we say suck? No. <laughs> me or the no, deer? Wait a yes, we uh, can. Me or the deer? No, no, no. Your season. It's My been season. really rough. You know, it's um, it for whatever reason here at home. Actually, I have put time out. I have really have spent a lot of time out in the stands and in the blinds. <laughs> However, um, Illinois and me. I mean, just I'm born and raised here. Illinois and I just don't get along. I will have a great year. And last year, I shot a beautiful eight point here. Mm-hmm. Beautiful eight point early season. And that means this year I won't shoot anything. No, don't say that. It's not over. <laughs> but so you're in every other how, year kind of kill it, huh? I'm like no. every other five years. We're changing that. We're changing I'm, I'm, that. I'm in every she's other gone, five years. She's gone multiple girl. years. You, you know what I mean? Oh, and, really? and it just... it. But, but you know what? I think everybody can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Y- y- you know... There can be the day from hell where everything you do goes totally wrong. Nothing works. The wind shifts. You want, you climb out, you go to another stand, you drop your release, you forget this, you don't do that. And, and, and all of a sudden you look at, you look down and there's your buck. Yeah. How, how did he come? Why did he come? The wind's blowing to his direction. You, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. you shoot him. And in those, in those two and a half months that you've been killing yourself, you forget all about, you know, you know what I mean? The yeah. hundreds of hours in the stand, yeah. the food plots, doing all the, everything. And it's like, but Vicky, it's it's really, really. And it always has been. Ralph will shoot a buff just about every year here in Illinois. <clears throat> he does. Just does. I am seriously, I average about one buck every three years in Illinois. I'm gonna shoot, that- I'll shoot some does. I don't know. I just seriously last well, time. I mean, Ralph's just a much better hunter than you are. Absolutely. Well, thank you for pointing that yeah. out. You know, I'm Vicky, just saying. I, I really didn't want to go there. Door, though, I, did, I didn't really want to go there. You know, guys, guys, guys stay together, Ralph. Oh, buddy. I just, you. you know, I go out. I always. Take That's why second. you're hosting this, buddy. That's Ralph why. always tells me he puts me in the best stands. Do, Obviously, do, I don't. Oh. He doesn't because we fill a buck tag every year. Oh my gosh, Pete, you've been here now. You know, you you have celebrated and and cherished the times at the Cianciarulo household. That what is the first that Vic? What I ask you every day: Where do you want to go? I don't say I'm you know, going I don't here. Know that I want to get in the middle of this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't think I want to get in the middle oh my of that. Gosh. Honestly, However, that is true. Yes, you know, thank you. So here's the thing, though. Seriously, there's. I think. Um, I think like like last year it was early, early. It was a early or the end of October. End of October. Early season here. RJ and I we were out on 33. We knew there were some deer coming through the food plot and the beautiful eight point I shot. We never even had on film. It it happened. Everything was awesome. We couldn't believe the deer showed up. The whole nine yards. This year is like my normal years. Yep. I go out, you know, and and I can't. I I, I pick on the cameraman, you know. So this year I I have Andrew, and I'm blaming him. It's his fault that I'm not it, shooting a buck. We'll get to that in a minute because yeah. I think there's something to that. <laughs> <laughs> the poor now, guys aren't here to now, defend themselves. Now I do have to. I do have to go back to about three and a half weeks ago, though. I did have an opportunity at a buck. He did come in. 
I was so excited and I just wanted it so bad. I shot and dropped my arms so bad. I missed him. You missed him. So okay. I, did, I, did, missed him. I did miss a deer, a buck this season. I did. Um, honestly, it happened. It was the only, there's a very had. special ambience in this room because I, I actually, admitted it. no, no. I actually feel like it happened to somebody else else well, in you this know, room. Th- th- Not th- me. Th- there's plenty of things we can discuss here, and I think we should leave that here for a moment, Pete. Um, but but we'd never you, throw Pete or anyone under the no, bus. But you <laughs> no, already, never. Ralph already never. has one of his buck tags in Illinois filled. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So tell us about your hunt. Yeah, I want to hear about that hunt. Not tell, us the details, your hunt. Ralph. tell us the details. Um, tell us about your hunt here in Illinois. I have to tell you now, just for the listeners who aren't familiar, bow season opens October 1st. October right. 1st. And it goes through January 15th. Okay. All right. So, Except for during the two shotgun season. And the muzzleloader season, but you, you cannot can yet. bow hunt during muzzleloader season. All right. Season, so, so season opened October 1st. Re- yes. And, and we, we, were, were, we were on the road. You know what I mean? We yeah, were yeah. doing what we do. Um, but we finally got back and, you know, we checked all of our cameras. and um, The game cameras. To yeah. On. Yep. And uh, we checked all the cameras and uh, we, we, you know, pretty much. Because you're, you're here, because we live here, you're able to pattern the deer. We don't own any big tracts of land. We own a small little 33 here, a 20 here. You, you know what I mean? Right. So um, I had, we, we, we know the bedding areas. You've been here a long time. Many yes, years. Yeah. You've been on the same property for 20 years. So you yeah. kind of learn that over over time as where the deer bed, where they travel, all this right. kind Where of. you don't walk into unless you're trailing a right. deer. You right. know, I mean, you just leave those yeah. places alone. Okay. And, you know, we set our sights. Our, you know, we, we want to try to shoot the, the biggest, just like anybody. You, you know what I mean? But the reality of it is when you don't own a lot of land, um, you know, I had, I had a particular deer that I, that I was hunting last year all of last year that, and I didn't fill my tag. I really set my sights. To, I wanted, you were going to shoot him or nothing yes. else. And I passed up a bunch of deer that, and then that I regretted that, January yeah. 16th. <laughs> and then after that season though, after last year's season, you said that's it. First year that comes by, I'm shooting it. He goes, I don't care I'm done. what I, it is. He didn't follow through with that promise though. He did. Yeah. But the first, the first decent bug that came by, you were able to, no, uh, or so. no, he passed. Uh, yeah, he maybe passed not the some. first, but it, it took a few. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. But but ended up, uh, you know, we had we had a, a we had a good northwest wind, um, and then it we it was going to change more to the west. So we have a, a standing bean source, mm-hmm. uh, small little patch there, and um, got in on the on the backs, you know, on, on the downwind side of the bedding area. Okay. And had deer started to come out. And so you were in the timber or hunting the food source or the transition? I was actually, I'm on, I'm right on the corner okay. of the, where they come out of the, they come out of, you know, their bedding area, their mm-hmm. timber, Osage and, and all that. And they come out of these draws and they, they work their way to the food source. Okay. Um, I'm 20 yards off the food source, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to set up with the, for the wind. Sure. Sure. Had the deer coming out and had, had, you know, had the does and had this buck right, you know, following her, and he came in. I ranged him at thirty-two yards. Was this pre-rut? Uh, no, yeah. this was this this was rut. The rut was on. Yeah, I guess they it was. were breeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. they okay. were running. So during and, the rut period, yeah, which was yeah. the end of the month. Uh, yeah, normally last year, last year we actually filmed a buck mountain adult on October twenty-fourth. Okay. And and again, I will tell you that we had breeding 
the same time. Yeah, it was mission. early. Yeah, it, it was on. It was on. You know, that's about the same time it is at home. Okay. Yeah. The, the, Normally, from October twentieth to November tenth is our peak. Normally, we roll a little closer to November. Yeah, nor- normally you'd, you'd see it, but the past few years, it's it's been a little bit earlier. Okay. You know, um, and, and he came out, and I arranged him at like 32, and I had my new RX-3, my new Hoyt, and I was dying to let an arrow fly. You yes. know what I mean? I was, I, I was really like, I, I want to get one. And uh, At 32? At 32 yards. And he came out, presented a shot, and... Uh, I was fortunate enough to zip him, and we actually watched him. You know, he ran about 50 yards and piled up. Oh, that's cool. And you got to see him fall down and yes, everything, too? Yes. I, I always like that. I always like, you know, I still enjoy the blood trailing, but right. when you know where they are. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. It makes it a lot, and a lot less stressful. <laughs> so it, it was it was fun, you know, and, and to do it at home. And and you know to, to have it all come come together mm-hmm. was was pretty cool. And then then in what we do, the trials and tribulations. You know, I I looked up and my camera guy was like, you know, oh yeah, and something wasn't right. And I said, well, all right. After we done everything, I goes, why don't you play it back and. He doesn't know about this. I don't know like, about this. He's like double hitched. He didn't get the shot. So he didn't get the shot on camera. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. So, and he was sick and, you know, I was sick, but. It, it, oh, my goodness. As they say, you know, S happens. In the television world, that's, that's, I it mean, happens. because you it need, I, just for the listeners, you know, is that, um, you know, in your shows, when people watch the television shows, they want to see animals. Yeah, be they want to see them get hit. Yeah, Absolutely. And, uh, and and one of the things that people don't realize is that every animal you shoot at on the on camera is not always hit. Everyone is not hit well. And sometimes it's not even recorded. Well, and that's right. why you have everything right. But the guy makes a mistake. And- it's a team effort. Yeah. yeah. Pete, you know, and, and I mean, and here's what I told him. I've learned that this week since oh, I've yeah. been here. And-, and, you know, he was sick. I mean, and I'm like, here's the deal. I said, you got to understand something. I said, if I made a bad hit, it's the same thing. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here. We're not going to, you know, you're not going to get mad at your can. I mean, it happens. It happens. Or did you, you know, do you feel bad? Yes. I mean, we all feel bad because everybody's given, given their all. so much sure. time out there trying yeah. to get it and it finally comes to and something <clears throat> happens. Whether, like Ralph said, whether it's the cameraman or whether it's us as the hunter, something goes wrong. You know, it's important, it is you know, what it is. And, and I think it's important for people who are listening to realize is that, and is that, uh, you don't just because you're a television hunting couple. You don't kill a deer every time you go out. No, sir. <laughs> no. You know, I mean, you don't kill no. a deer every five times you go out. No. I mean, every every ten sits. You don't. I don't know, you know how many hours. Here's here's, here's what I think, right Pete. Really, what people need to look at. Seriously, mm-hmm. go to your state regs and see the success percentages. Yeah. And then start to realize you're doing nothing wrong when you go two weeks and you don't shoot an animal. That's exactly you, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Be realistic. Our problem is TV today, mm-hmm. social media makes everybody think that they they go out and shoot a Boone and Crockett deer or an elk or what. Or even just fill a tag. I mean, right. you know. That doesn't happen. No. The reality of it is, is we're hunting. And that's what we're doing. We're hunting. And you make it more difficult <laughs> when you have an extra person well, in the tree with you. Double the scent. And double the, scent, double the, the, the movement, movement. The movement. 
how about the images up there? Or you, you know, I mean, yeah. just everything about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I mean, we're not complaining. We love it. We've done it. I've done it practically Forever. our whole lives. Yeah. I mean, well, as somebody who's new to hunting with a camera guy, I mean, I've never done it until I came up here to hunt with you guys. And now you've seen, and you see that you get to your tree, and it's. 10 minutes before I can even climb up because they're getting all that stuff ready. It's so much stuff they have to take with them. Yeah. You know, with camera arms and cameras and different angles and and it's just a lot of stuff and I'm just down in the tree waiting to go up the tree. You know? No, I I just, you just need to whip them a little harder. That's all. Yeah, that's all. I'm ready. Keep moving. I'm ready. (laughs) But but that's the part of of a lot of people don't understand. They don't. You you know know what I mean? And, And it's, and we're not, Boohoo us. That's not what we're doing here. Oh, right, right. We just would like everybody to realize, you know, I mean, you know, there and look at the look at the guys and the girls that actually do a lot of self filming. Think of that. Oh, that's I, even I, tougher. I don't know how they do it. You, you, I mean, you, I don't No, There's so much going I'll on. I'll be honest. Right. I've tried it and I wanted to throw all that stuff right to the ground and just yeah. keep, you know, because it's just it so just much. It's actually from you actually hunting. Well, your neighbor yesterday had, yeah. a, he was self-filming. Yeah, ben. Yeah. Ben. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was self-filming and I was and like, he did a dang good job. did a really good job. I, when I saw the film, yeah. I said, Dad, come, how do you, is he in the frame? Is it focused? Now I got to draw my bow. But that distracts you from the hunting. Yeah. See, so, we still enjoy the hunting aspect, mm-hmm. and I, that's that part would this, not make it as fun. Yeah, it when we have a camera guy, it makes it a lot easier, and we're just fortunate to be in the position we're in. You know that that we we've been so established that right. we are able to have camera guys. That's right. yeah. But, but yeah. you know, I mean, will the day ever come? We're not filming, probably. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you this: I'm going to enjoy it. However. I re- it really is nice to be with someone and share that moment. It is. It is. It is. Like when her and I are hunting the wilderness or something together, I love it. I don't care if I ever shoot another thing. I have so much fun with her. And I mean, I drive her. I push her. You know, I'm like, hey, and she'll be look- when I get that look. But she- I give that look to her, too. Oh, yeah. No, you never want to be with Ralph when he gives you the hairy eyeball look. No, <laughs> no, it's bad. You can ask all the guys in the office. You don't ever want that. You do something. He just will pick you. Actually, he has made me a. He has made me the better hunter that I am because of him. You know, when we're hunting and filming together over all the years and everything like that, he's taught me everything. He really has. Like, mm-hmm. if you look as a mentor, he's my mentor. Right. Okay, so I give I give you total one hundred percent on that. I mean, that's what it is. Don't that's faint. been recorded now. Don't Marfis. fight. Don't, <laughs> don't fall over. Don't wow. Uh, is hairy eyeball. Like, you know, if I'm filming him and I barely move and I didn't even really make a noise, but I moved and he looks up at you like, you should die now. Okay. You just feel like, okay. oh my whoa, God. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, wait a minute. Whoa. But, but, like but you, what? it's made you better. But it also, let, let's ask everybody out there, especially bow hunters, okay? Mm-hmm. You're walking through Bass Pro Cabela's. You see, you see a new real treat that you're like, oh man, I want that. You know what I mean? What's the first thing we do? You walk up to it and you go, you feel it. You just rub it together. Is it making noise? Right? Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to give me a back rub there. No, I'm not oh, going to give okay, you a back rub. Yeah, you want to know how soft it is, how loud it is. I want to know how quiet it is. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, so when you're in a stand, you're sitting in a ground blind, whatever it is, you're sitting there and you want to be as quiet as possible. And then you're, well, see, so, but here's the problem. Oh, then I go, is if you are out there with two people, so if I'm the hunter and the camera guy, whoever it is, is right here right by, by my ear. ear. 
And they're scratching so against the bark hear of the tree. But you hear it, thing. the animals don't the hear animals it. The animals probably don't hear it, but you hear it because it's right here next to your ear. Mm-hmm. So then you're just like, oh my gosh. And now I give hairy eyeballs. So it's like contagious. So you got to be careful with that. We'll be right back with more Ralph and Vicky's Off-Grid Podcast with your host, Pete Rogers. This segment of the Off-Grid Podcast is brought to you by Beeman Arrows. Beeman is considered one of the world's innovators of carbon arrow technology. Beeman continues at the forefront of the industry by developing new methods and processes for ever improving their products. Beeman arrows are used by pros and sportsmen alike for their perfect balance of speed, durability, consistency, strength, and value. Beeman Carbon Arrows, made in the USA and purely American. Welcome back to Ralph and Vicky's Off-Grid Podcast with your host, Pete Rogers. We're coming to you from the Hunter's Blend Coffee Studio. Now, let's get back into this week's show. I have no idea what a hairy eyeball it looks it's like. It's a look that <laughs> I've you never don't... never heard that saying before. Yes, no, Ralph gives you an <laughs> That's evil, obviously an a evil, Midwestern saying. It's an hairy evil eye. It's an hairy easy, he will look at you like you feel like you should just be buried at this point. See, we call it the stink eye. It's a stink eye. It is. We call, I call it a hairy eyeball. Or stink eye. It depends on where you're from. It's like, mm. The stink eye, the hairy eyeball. <laughs> yeah. and it's it's okay. the same thing, yeah. I could. <laughs> so tell us about your deer. All right, so, I mean, because people who are listening are, are interested... <laughs> What kind of, I mean, was it a six point or a four point? A nine. It was, it was a nice nine. nine. It was yep. a nine? Yep. Good. You know what I mean? Just, just a good old, good, good deer. Good deer. Um, good. You know, and, and we, you know, we're like everybody. If you, you're able to see a few different deer, mm-hmm. you know, you say, well, you know, he might be one we want to take out. You know what I mean? Because, because you're trying to do management. But here's the deal with management. And I might piss some people off here. Um, I think I'm going to. But hey. If you don't own a lot of land and you don't have the landowners around you to assist with the management. Exactly right. Yeah. It ain't never going to work. It's never going to work. Never going to work. We're here to tell you, if you don't, just go out and have a good time. Fling your arrows. Shoot your deer. Have you fun. know, and if you're shotgun hunting, shotgun or rifle, shoot. Enjoy the hunt. Get, you yeah, know, if it's try a good deer for you. Whatever it is. If it's a right. good deer for you, it's a good deer. That's yep. right. Fill the freezer up. Yep. It's a, I, mean, I mean, and that's the thing. If, if it's if it put, this is why I tell people to hunt with us. If it's gonna make you smile, then kill it. Then that's it. So if it's gonna make you happy, then kill it. So yesterday afternoon, yes, we go out. Okay, and it's um, yesterday afternoon. Just I know this is gonna sound weird because it's a podcast, but so yesterday afternoon was the day before second shotgun season right. here in Illinois. Okay, so shotgun season started here today in Illinois, okay? Okay. So as a podcast, it sounds kind of weird because I know you're going to be listening to that at any point in time in the year. And But anyways. Yeah. So, it's a story. It's a story. So Pete's been coming up and, and, and we've been filming these podcasts and getting the stuff done and, you know, doing stuff. And he has an Illinois tag. So we told him, like, get a tag. And yeah. So he bought a tag. And the first time he came up, and we filmed a podcast. And now we're filming podcasts again. And, you know, in the afternoon, we go out hunting. And Ralph, you didn't go out hunting yesterday afternoon, but I went out and Pete went out. Well, we, were, we were down a cameraman, so I took right. I took right. I took one for the team. Oh, took whatever. one for the team. He I took one for the team. I took one. For so, the anyways, team. I went out in my stand, and I normally see, and I see what I normally see. I get I I get put in daycare stand. Well, I get all but, button bucks and little fawns. And okay, but wait a minute. How many deer did you that, see? Oh, I saw like that, twenty bucks or twenty deer. Saw, yes, no. Yeah, but before that, the day before, I was in the same area. 
Right. And we but saw some saw. really nice bucks in that same area. Exactly. But I then mean, I show up and actually take him. That, that's my luck in Illinois. That, so, that goofy racked buck showed up yesterday. And we didn't see him at all. Would you shoot him? I will totally shoot oh, that him. That was a cool looking buck. 100%. He's a big old buck. He is so cool. This buck he's got. On his one side goes up to a giant fork and About he just stands up straight. Inches tall, yeah. And the other up. side's like a five point. He's yeah. really he's cool. A, he's a really he's weird a really looking, cool looking buck. But anyway, so I went and I sat in the stand in there, you know, and we've got fresh snow on the ground, like twelve inches of snow on the ground, cool. twelve plus inches of snow on the ground. We sat out in the stand and I had daycare. Pete, we went and we had Pete go By sit in the middle. Stand. What she means is a lot of yearlings came I'm sorry, out. Yeah, a lot yeah. of button bucks, a lot of do- a lot of the yearling fawns. They're yeah, all small, out there. everything way too small. You yeah, know. And, and the thing is, is that um, I did see one mature doe. <laughs> okay. Um, the mature doe, she didn't even come close enough to shoot. But we've seen her all season, and I've had multiple opportunities at her. However, she has a really late dropped fawn. Oh, two. But two. Yeah. She only had one yeah, yesterday. Well, I told them the day yeah, before. she only had one yesterday. Well, they were both there the day before. Okay, okay. Maybe she just wasn't. Oh. The other one wasn't there. Because one's a little bummed. They're, they're small. They're small. Real small. Late, late. Really, I mean, really, really small. So, I'm just like, you know, yeah. there's other big mature does around here. And yeah. so, I'm waiting for a big mature doe or a buck to shoot. And I just don't get it. So, anyway. So, Pete. We put Pete. <laughs> Out here in the middle stand. Well, we put Pete in a different situation. We right. had you over a food source, which normally right. is this time of year. Uh, really. Because of all the snow. We wait for late season. Late season, I've always related that to. We finally get snow. Mm-hmm. Our food plots, are, you know, our, we have our HS food plots. We have some of our rackology stuff out there. I mean, we have all of this stuff out there. And, you know, and, and our standing beans are standing corn. Right. Um, you have this food source. So you have snow earlier this year than you normally do. Absolutely. You know, we, we usually get a little bit of snow and but then not like a little this. bit of snow and it uh, melts. There's, 10, we don't there's get, still 10 to 12 inches on the oh, ground. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, we got hit hard this week. Yeah. yeah. You know, That's and, so important and, for the listeners to know what we're yeah. talking yeah. about. And so normally, you know, once our late season's in, you get in your stand between, depending on your movement and, and you know, how, you, how your weather's going. But normally we'll be in the stand by 1 o'clock. In the afternoon, and we sit, you know, till dark. Now it gets dark at four thirty, five o'clock. Yeah, four thirty. Yeah, and, yeah mean, we're sh- northwestern Illinois. Sunset, so. I think, is at four thirty six, four thirty six, four thirty, and the lowest you have, thirty you have minutes. Half hour after. after sunset. Okay, so by five oh six or so, five o'clock ish. You, yeah. You're packing up and getting. Even though you might can see, the law says you have to be so done. With all that snow on the ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was shocked to see that yeah. as well yeah. because I've never you know, hunted. And stuff. So normally, that's what we're doing. You know, in in during Christmas and beyond. Okay. Um, but now, it's November, you know, we are doing our winter strategy. Right, right. And, you know, don't want to really, can't get in there to bump them in the morning. So Even though it's late, it's not late season enough nope. that you'll let us use no, a heater in the blind. No. No, we can't use it. No. Even though it's so cold. No, you know. <laughs> it was beautiful. Come on. Come on. So, okay. So, anyway, so let, let's go into what we're trying to lead up to. So, yep. so what we did... Pete was successful. Yes, we put Pete. We actually had him in a transition area. Right. In, in, in other words, we have a we have a one of our plots, you know, to, to the north of you, and then we have the neighbor neighboring property where where they have a bedding area that was over on, to the right on there. Yep. Yeah, which was and set. there's a, a plowed field, right. you know, ag right. field. Yeah. They plowed it, so really, there's no food source deer, but the deer. <laughs> yeah. You know, as you saw, <laughs> yeah. the deer are going to walk the edges. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know and, yeah. and I mean, so what happened? Yeah, tell us your story. <laughs> well, I want to back up a little bit to what we talked about earlier about how you got to sit a lot to have a chance when you're bow hunting. When no, I was yeah, up, you really sit a lot. Well, when I was up here a few weeks ago, well, a month ago, you know, sometime in October, 
we hunted every day. Yeah, more than tons of deer, and after. but did not have anything that would come into bow range. Yep. I mean, I saw we, we saw one day in the in the, the beans we saw like thirty something deer out there at one time, and none of them in range. So it's not a slam dunk at all. No, no, not no, at all. No. So yesterday, you know, I'm from South Carolina. I get to hunt the snow. I'm really excited. We don't first, have, time, really first time excited. I've ever hunted in the snow. It was so cool. So uh, uh, Chad and I went over here to. The middle stand, I right. think. Uh-huh. Middle stand. Uh, Just so you know, that's one of uh, Vicky also calls that her stand too. She said it was one of her favorite stands. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I like that stand. Uh, really, she has pretty much any, every stand is. One no, of her. Well, I just have a pick. couple. Yeah. I have a couple. My favorite. So, but but it's in the timber. I've, every other time I've hunted, I've hunted a food source. So th- this was in the timber, which is more like what I'm used to mm-hmm. at home. So it was really nice. And of course, we're we're trudging through there in the snow, and I'm having to move move slow because of my back that I've hurt. Um, and we get up in the stand, and uh, it's I don't know how cold was it yesterday. It was actually when in we the went teens. out. It was it in was, the teens, wasn't it? No, I think it was 22. like twenty two or twenty. It was twenty two degrees. But I think the feel like yeah. was. <laughs> but there was there was a lot of moisture in the yeah, air, so it was, it was, it was pretty damp. But the wind was pretty. But calm. we was bundled up good. But yeah. you know, I could, but. For Pete, layers keeping my fingers warm because I shoot a thumb release. I have to have my thumb exposed, you know. So I had it in my pocket, my hand warmer, and that's everything else was fine thanks to that brown and coat you let me wear. It was really nice and warm. Suckers warm, man. It was warm, <laughs> and I had my heated vest, but it was so far in there I couldn't find a way. To, I couldn't get it turned on. <laughs> but anyway, so we're sitting in the in the stand. I think we got in the trip at two o'clock. It's, it's, it's when I sat down, found out I had all my stuff, you know, organized. And uh, and we were sitting there looking, and, uh, man, it was just so quiet and peaceful. and gorgeous. It's just beautiful. Snow, isn't it? Just beautiful. And those Booner squirrels were everywhere. Oh, yeah. They yeah. have got the biggest squirrels here. I cannot wait to go squirrel hunting up here. We have two gambles, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> but uh, uh, maybe 40 minutes into it, I caught some movement over to my right, and there were deer running through that plowed field. Coming in towards us into the woods, it was four does and a little buck. Uh, and that little forky came in with twenty-two yards, I think. I ran. They were heading north. They they were running from something, and they came in the woods. As soon as they hit the woods, they stopped. Yep. And then they came towards us. That on those green leaves, yeah. on those bushes, yeah, whatever yep. those things are. And then they <laughs> came and just and, yep. and they just fed around and went and went back behind us. So that was pretty cool because I got a chance to you know to range them and get all my spots. And see them in the snow and see them in the snow. They're yeah. Awesome! I and love it's the so snow. So cool that you can see movement at such a long distance. Yeah, you know. snow. It's crazy. And we had a lull, you know, like like normal. And I and I said, oh. Chad, here comes a deer. And then these does were coming directly in front of us. And uh, it was a yearling at first, and then another yearling, and then Big Mama. I was like, oh, I'm going to shoot her. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, yeah. she she gets 38 yards, and she turns, turns and goes up to, towards that plow field and walks all the way around the edge of the field and goes around us. So I'm like, dang it. You know, I was really hoping to finally get an arrow into something. Mm-hmm. So we're just sitting there for a while, and... Uh, and just looking around, and I was, and I, you, you know, it's almost like that sixth sense we were talking about. I just yep. thought, thought I might have seen something. I pulled my binoculars up, and I saw antlers coming through the tree. That's a chatty buck. So I stood up uh, on the, which was hard because there's no cushion on the seat, and my clothes were That's freezing. You know those, well, to the oh, metal. Did you know oh, those lunar squirrels you were talking Gosh. about? They ate all of our <laughs> Have you not noticed that? My clothes were sticking to the seat, so I had to be real careful when I stood that I didn't. Get, 
sound. So anyway, I did that. I got to see that out of the way, and the buck and the buck was coming. It was and uh, uh, it was a nice, what well, looked look like a ten point. Mm-hmm. I said, Chad, I'm gonna shoot him. You know, yeah. if he comes in range. Do you mean try? I think attempt to. I'm going to attempt to shoot. Okay, there I'm going to swing an arrow. You, know, you, yeah. you, you want to make sure you know you. you so you I'm, I'm building it up. I'm building it up. So uh, he's coming through, just taking his time. But he's, if he stays on his path, he's going to cross directly in front of us, mm-hmm. right into these nice open shooting lanes. And I thought this is going to be perfect. And you know how they do when they're it's not be easy. It, I didn't think that. I you thought, thought it. You thought it. I thought if he comes here, that'll be a slam dunk shot. There you go. But that would have been the 22-yard shot. But he stayed out a little further. And interestingly, when we walked in, there, were, there, there was a bed right beside our – or five yards from our tree and another bed out in front of us yep. where the deer had been had been laying. I'd never seen a bed so, in the snow. So the timber behind you, just so you know, the timber behind, the tr- behind you where you were <laughs> sitting – is actually we call it sanctuary. We don't go in there. Okay, don't do so it. So that's why there's so. You're much. talking only twenty acres. And, yeah. and actually, that little, our little sanctuary there is only ten. <coughs> and the we trails, shut that down. Com- the trails coming out of and there are why. just insane. And I that's mean, why it's yeah. hard. You know what I mean? It that really is. is hard for people. You know, if you own ten acres or something or twenty acres, you want to you want to hunt it all. But trust me and, and and believe this we have proof for all these years yeah if you can shut that down go in there i topped a few trees i laid them down i gave more cover we got water in there and we do not go the we only go in there pete if we have to go recover something now do you have like man-made water or natural water uh, on a on a drainage, I went and I um, backhoed it out. Okay, so you create a little so there's, pond. There's, there's, usually, a little, there's usually water in there. We had talked about that in another lot. podcast yeah, about building yeah. water for uh, animals. Water is something yeah. that people don't yeah. understand the value. They really don't. No. but but anyways, they really don't. So the so the buck is coming from my right to left. All right. Yeah, from yeah. my right to yeah. left. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and I and so I got my range finder. I'm ranging everything. <laughs> 28, 32, 31, 30, you know, so I, so I'm ready and I'm using that Range Rover Pro, the Archer's Choice edition. Mm-hmm. So my first time hunting with a single pin. Uh, I've used them for years for targeting stuff, but so, so I'm like, okay, set it at 30 cuz he's going to be right in that lane. He gets to some of those green leaves that you're talking about at 32 yards and he's just eating. I'm like, okay, well, there's one so little. He's calm. He's, he's not calm. Know there's no, there. I, no idea that that we're there. So I had to scoot over to the edge of my stand to get my Range Rover Pro set at 32. I whisper to Chad, "Are you ready?" He says, "Whenever you are." So I'm like, so I draw back. I put it right on his front leg, and I shoot a foot over his back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you say that slower? I shot a foot uh, over his back. Oh my! So what and happened? Nice, and that nice green glowing knock just, just, and I was like, oh my goodness, that's not what I said. They're going to go ahead and say it. I said something. Okay, let's don't be clear. Say. Something. Beep. <laughs> a, a, I was a little upset. But I shot so far over that deer's back, I was like, I cannot believe I missed that deer that far. You were a pastor, were you not? I'm a retired pastor, yes. Okay, I just asking. So so what what happened? Beep. Was there was there buck fever? 
I really don't know how I missed <laughs> that bad, especially. I mean, okay, but because when you go back and look me. at the film, when you go back and look at the film, the deer didn't duck or anything until it was going over <laughs> his back. That's when he dropped. That's but a Hoyt baby. They don't hear it. But, I'm, telling but I'm telling you, I missed him. If you can see this on the, I missed him by that far over a his foot, back. A good foot. A good foot over his back. I was like, I can't. And I said to Chad, I cannot believe I missed. But what happened was oh, the deer loped off. Uh, you, you know what though? I, I think like I north, honestly, I think I know yeah. why. Down down home, mm-hmm. what's the elevation? Oh, hundred feet, two hundred. See, because it might have. Oh, we're changed. at we're at like nine hundred. So feet your mind so. didn't compensate for. <laughs> well, is that and the barometric pressure was a little lower yeah, oh, than yeah. I'm used to. And the sun was glaring and, off the and, snow, and and, and no, your hair was, got in your eyes. It was actually <laughs> snowing a little bit. There was no sun. Oh, oh yeah, it yeah, was just yeah. a little sprinkling of snow mm-hmm. coming down. I think I just freaking choked. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I'm just yeah. going to say it. I that, think I, know I choked. That's what I did when I missed. Welcome the to the club. I yes. shot so it far of that deer's back, but. I'm not defending myself. I'm saying that, that was, I said to myself, this will be the biggest buck I've ever killed with my bow. And, yep. and you never think that when no. you're in the scene. Because you, you were thinking later. he's already on the wall. No, I'm thinking this is going to be the biggest buck I've ever killed. Oh, my gosh. Come on. And my heart's just pounding. You know, and That's I've, awesome. I've been, That's why we That's why I've we been fortunate it. enough to take a lot of deer in my life. I've been very fortunate with that. But every time when that heart gets to pumping, I think, this is why I do this. Yes. Exactly. You know, but yeah. I'm like, big breath. Big breath. Okay, now draw. You know, trying to get yourself yep, calm yourself down, down so you can hang that. And I and I go through this regime. Everybody has a regime, I think, that they do. So I always pull back and I like make sure my peep sight is yep. straight. I've always pulled my head back and look. It's straight. All right, I'm anchored good. My bubble's level. I'm right where I need to be. That's kind of what I go through in my mind. I don't know. But yesterday you went draw. <laughs> no, I actually was on first. I was actually. <laughs> I was actually because I had to lean just to fudge. I had to lean oh. just to fudge. Now, that's not an excuse, oh, but gosh. it made me slow down <clears throat> instead of rushing it. So I honestly think I just, I peaked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That I was like. Uh, you peaked it. I was looking for this. I was looking for the hit instead of following through. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. And I shot that far. Oh, oh, was, oh gosh. It was just, I was sick. But, but, but it's okay. But. Sorry. There's something a Something happened story. that never happens. Has never happened to me bow hunting before. Is is he he turned and loped off uh, 45, 50 yards? So he's probably seventy yards away now. We'll be right back with more Ralph and Vicky's Off Grid Podcast with your host Pete Rogers. This segment of the Off Grid Podcast is brought to you by Traditions. Traditions has the most extensive line of muzzleloaders in the industry, from brake action to bolt action, to classic guns, and even muzzle-loading pistols. There is truly something for everyone. Additionally, Traditions muzzle-loaders are available at all different price range, so there is a gun for every budget. Traditions muzzle-loaders, moving forward with performance, value, and quality. Welcome back to Ralph and Vicky's Off-Grid Podcast with your host, Pete Rogers. We're coming to you from the Hunter's Blend Coffee Studio. Now, let's get back into this week's show. Trying to figure out what just happened. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I just hang my bow up. I'm like, you know, dang it, I cannot believe I missed that deer. Those are exact words he said. I don't think dang it. That's not what I said. But anyway, but then Chad whispers, he's still there. I was like, I know. I know. But I'm like, he's just going to rub it in is what he's doing. He's he's giving you a white towel. Nah, 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 nah. Right then, I catch more movement. 
to where he came from, and these three does are coming. So I reach back and grab my bow again. I get another arrow out. My quiver's hanging up over here, and I I knock, and I said, well, I'll shoot one of them daggum does in, because now I'm mad. <laughs> well, you were going to shoot at one of those. I was going to shoot at yes. one of the does. <laughs> yeah, you know? clarify that. Because obviously you? I can't hear anything. <laughs> so, uh, but then the buck sees the does, and he trots over to them like with a head down like he's going to scent check them. Yeah. You know, which I thought right. well, that's pretty pretty late. But So he runs right over to them. So now they're at 38 yards, but they're behind a whole bunch of stuff. Well, the does start working towards us. And I said, oh, maybe he's going to follow them. So the mama doe or the bigger doe, I don't know if she's mama or not, but the bigger doe comes and she gets right to that line. I think, well, he's now where she was, so I'm just going to pass on her and just hope. Right. Hope something, comes something could happen. Yeah, because I had her at, at 24 yards. You know, I could have shot her at her. Right, at her. At her. But uh, so I'm going to wait, wait and see the buck. Now, for clarity, when I watch these shows and I hear people say the last hour of the last day, I think, yeah, that's just BS. That's just to make the show good. <laughs> but I'm telling you, this is my is. seventh yeah, or eighth. Yeah, because your archery tag isn't good today. This is my seventh or eighth day in the stand. And your I last have, day. My last day. Your last half hour. The last, yeah, it's after four o'clock now. And I'm thinking, light's fading. Hopefully, this deer is going to come in. So the doe passes. <laughs> I have to turn all the way around to my right because he's coming at, at a hard right angle. And he starts Remember coming. What I through. told you when I dropped you off? You did. Face the tree. You're going to have to face the tree to make that shot. And uh, the buck came closer than the doe did. She went up the hill. And he came down low. So I'm sitting here ranging. I'm like, okay, range it. And, and he's still behind a bunch of brush. I look at my Range Rover Pro. I was like, okay, 25. I crank it to 25. And I range in front of him. And as soon as I hit it, it says 27. He steps into the viewfinder of my rangefinder. So, oh. so I crank it up just a little bit, draw back. And when I draw back, he's, he's looking at, at us in our direction. Right. And I let it go. That Hoyt Nitrix sent it. And now he did that. What do you call it? The drop? Yeah, he dropped. He dropped, okay. he dropped, yeah. he, he dropped a little bit. So I hit him a little high, but it, you know, caught the spine. Put him right down. You put him right put, down. Put, put right him right, right down. And I was so freaking excited. I said freaking, I don't know, 40 times on the I camera. Think so, maybe 42. <laughs> but I was so excited. He went down, and I was like, yes, I can't believe it. And, and uh, it, it put him right down. And uh, man, I was so excited. We were proud of you. Buddy. I it was, was, it was so awesome. excited. I'm still excited. I, yeah, I'll tell you what else I, I've learned. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, mm-hmm. I do not. My, once I I get in, in a spot, you know, I'll hit my range finder, and I'm I'm not doing what you did. No, yeah. I don't do that either. I, I really don't. And, and, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Today's equipment is so efficient. Mm-hmm. If you put that pin at 25 yards, mm-hmm. and you hold center at probably <clears throat> 33 to 35, 34 yards, so. or bring it to 18, you, you know what I mean? It's a dead deer. Some of that is my first hunt with a single right. pin. Right. Yep. No, no, no. But you you know, know, I mean, I have a 20, a 30, a 40, and a 50 marked on my Range Rover. Yeah. Okay. However, like where I was sitting last night, I'm either going to have a close shot or else. Or, I mean, I can yeah. shoot far yes, up you can there. Shoot. Okay. Well, you saw but the I, field. You know, in the snow with everything that's going on, I'm like, I don't want to shoot more than 30 yards. I just right. don't. You know, the furthest point is actually 30 Three yards to that point where they come out on the come other out, trail, right. on the so other trail, where it's pretty. So, well, the thing is, is that so I watch to see what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, and I can range because it's a bean field. So I range a couple different plants that look different that I can still pick out all day long. You know, if the sun is shining, 
it's hard to pick a shadow because the shadow's going to change. So I oh, look yeah. for something particular and yeah. I'll be like, there's my 20, there's my 30. If all everything seems to be going in one direction, I'm going to put it to 25. Yeah. I'd be done with it. Yeah. I don't mess with it. Which is, you know, again, I've always had multiple right, it's your first time. Yep. Right. So I would say that's the 20-yard tree, that's the 30-yard yep. bush. Yep. And then I, and then you gap them. You put yep. it somewhere in the gap. You know? yep. but and you can do that first same hunt, thing with... My, my first opportunity... With a single pin. But it rocks, don't it, it? Oh, I love that. Single pin, hold center, and kill him. I love that. So, so here's the thing. So or I shoot at them on and, some occasion. Yeah, and, yeah. and shoot at and, and miss by foot. I'm in there, buddy. And by I'm going to be there again. I missed him by your again. foot. <laughs> you know? So I got home. I drove home after we got out of the stand. Andrew and I, we got back from our hunt. And Ralph was out in the driveway, and Ben, who had shot a buck last night. As ben well. shot a buck, too, last yeah. night. Yeah, he did. So I pull in, and Ralph's like, well, I'm like, no. I said, it's just a bunch of, you know, a bunch of yearlings. I said, I didn't get anything. He's like, well, he goes, he goes, well, he got a 10-point. And I looked at Ben. I go, Ben, you got a 10? And he goes, Ralph goes, no, not Ben. Ben shot a deer, but Pete. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, Pete got it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, well, we got to go get him. And he's like, yeah. I go, okay, let me just run the house real quick and use the restroom. <laughs> let me take off my tree stand harness. Let me get all this, you know, let me get my safe, my system off and everything. And then we were, we're all, we were all excited. I mean, we're like, oh. well, let's go, let's well, you go, saw, let's go. This is, oh, yeah. this is a team effort. And yeah. it's, you know, that's what that's we love about what it, it, was, is. It, it was, And that's the first time that I've had a film, uh, a hunt filmed. Okay. You know, so it's really cool to go back and look at the footage. Oh yeah, and, isn't it? And see the deer moving, and you know, because in your mind you replay all these things. Oh, yeah. But then the camera confirms or or doesn't remembers the miss in detail. <laughs> it gets the good and the bad for you. It gets the good and <laughs> the bad. That's all right. That's and, all right. And the tongue slippage, and it gets all that. But but the but smiles. It, it, it gets that too. But it's really yes. cool from the hunter's perspective, having never done it, to actually see how far the deer drops. Yeah. On on your shot, not yeah. on somebody else's. Amazing. Yep. But he dropped a full body width. Amazing. I mean, you know, you it was really you're, amazing. You're to see talking that. about a let's just say an average hunting setup. Yep. Two sixty <clears throat> to three hundred feet per second. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm shooting a two eighty one right now. There you go. So, 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 so where are you? Twenty seven yards. <clears throat> they have the ability to drop and turn away from was, that noise. It was amazing to see it. And I'm using the quick flex, the, the quick spin. Yep. Yep. So it's, it's a little bit, you know, but I mean, I, it's crazy. when you see the glowing knock where the deer was standing, it was going center heart. And I caught him high in the spine. I mean, that's a, that's a quick drop at 27 yeah, But you know what's yards. crazy is maybe he dropped because he knew you were shooting at him again. The first time you said he didn't drop and you missed him. He didn't drop until it was going over his back. Right. And I missed him by a foot. So I'm he surprised he even like, heard it. I missed him so yeah. far. I'm surprised if he would have been a team it. player, he would have jumped up. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, you know. But, but I tell you what, God is good, and and, amen, that, and, and that deer came back around, and and I was I was so he was thankful. meant to be yours. I am so thankful for the so you know, thankful yeah. for that deer. And, and I think it's a ten point eight. Well, the one brow tines broken off. Right. So it's a nine. Who cares? Yeah. But, who cares? You, you yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah. You know, I, I think on closing, I think one of the things we'd like everybody to to realize, and that is. Your day will come. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you could have the worst day of your life. And when yeah. God says, hey, today's your day, it's your day. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, look, look at what good. happened. It and, was and great. It and was it, awesome to share that with you, buddy. And, yeah. Thank you. And I want to thank you all a lot for letting me hunt Vicky stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I just watched the buttons run around. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. That, uh, I was hoping that gnarly bug would come out because I want to see him so up close. So was I. I want to get my hands on him. I think she's going to have her browning. Um, 
Yeah, I'm taking my shotgun out this afternoon. But I want to say to to anybody who's uh, um, from South, like I am, who never has a chance to hunt in the snow, if you get a chance to hunt in the snow, it is so different that, uh, I mean, not not only is it pretty, Mm -hmm. but the way snow absorbs sound, Uh, it just... Yep. And you see a deer running through the woods at 15 feet. And you can't hear a thing. You just see that beautiful, and the way their hair is just—it gets fluffy. It's fluffed up. It is. If you're an outdoorsman and you haven't had a chance to hunt, and here I've been hunting. This is my 40th season, and this is the first time I've had a chance to hunt deer in the snow. I'm like, why didn't I do this years ago? So so just take the opportunity to do it. Yes. And and just so you know, I've hunted deer in snow a lot here. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the only deer I've ever shot in the snow was on Anacostia Island. I have never shot a deer here at home in the snow. Really? No, I didn't realize that. Really? How about that? I've shot a bunch. Yeah. No, no. It's me in Illinois. I love, I, I I know this sounds crazy, you know, and and every, everybody, the rut, the rut, you give me late season. I can tell you now, after doing this, even before I killed the buck, having hunted the day before in the snow and being able to see it, it is so, so different. It is so fun. I love to see it. It's so peaceful. Yeah. You Just watch them, and there's times where you know they're breathing, and and the steam's coming out. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And and their whiskers are all frosted. I yeah. mean, the stuff that the, we see, the and, big does that we did see last night that stayed out too far for us. They come out of our timber at like sixty six yards. Ralph's like, "You seen anything?" I'm like, "Yeah, they're too far, but not tomorrow." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but not I'll tomorrow. Let my do what it does. I'm like, shotgun season, I can do that. But they came out of the timber and they stuck their heads into the snow, into the snow. where you just saw ears sticking off, right. and then they look up and, and their whole, and face, their whole is, face is covered in well, snow. I and saw I'm that. Like, yeah, that is so, so cool. cool. That is so cool. It is. I saw yeah. that the day before. And that that. Yeah. All the deer, their head would just disappear. Yeah, I mean, you're and talking 12, up, 14 inches of snow out I there. I know it. Yeah. I know you know, it. and here's something else. So every all, everybody, our <laughs> listeners and viewers can, a lot of people want to hunt the Midwest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they all will go and, you know, contact an outfitter or, or get a lease or something. And they focus just on the rut, the pre-rut, the post-rut, or the rut. Mm-hmm. Understand something. That That's where... Prime dollars are spent for those hunts, too. They are. A lot of outfitters. The rates go up for the hunt as oh, well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of outfit, outfitters in, in, you know, in the Midwest and that, and up north, depending you know, on your seasons, they literally discount their late season hunts because they can't get people to you know, come hunt. Mm-hmm. Now, by late season, you mean December through January? Yes, sir. Usually after shotgun season. Usually, it's usually after shotgun season. Is, you know, is, this the last, is this the last shotgun season? Yeah, this weekend is shotgun season. Next weekend is muzzleloader season. Okay, but you can still bow hunt with your archery tag during right. muzzleloader so, so season that's the three, here. It, the, so three that day. people don't know. So it's a three-day shotgun season, no, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. For, your first season in Illinois is a three-day, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. Your second season, which, which starts now. today, is a Thursday through Sunday. So it's, oh, a, four so it's a four day. Okay. And, and then, then you next have, weekend's a three day. So yeah, you can't hunt on Sunday, Sunday in Illinois. Check. Yes, you can't yes, hunt on Sunday. Some states you can't. Yeah. Right. Okay. But but I guess what we're saying is if you're thinking about it and, you know, maybe you can't afford that rut hunt because they are charging you a premium. Right. 
please talk to them. See if they're do if they do food sources, if they do food plots, and you know, get on the get an opportunity at a very affordable price to go on a late season hunt because you it. saw it. For, it's crazy, and that's what I'm gonna say. As as somebody who has no no dog in this fight, as the yep. saying is at home, and we're not outfitters either. Exactly. Right? I mean, right. So, yeah. Exactly. But I'm gonna tell you the stuff that I saw on TV versus seeing in in real life are pretty accurate when when I hear people talk about the deer pour into the bean fields yeah. in late season. Yeah. I mean, yesterday in the soybean field, it's an unharvested soybean field. Right. But also, so you know, you know, we have our brassicas and our turnips and our radishes planted on the exterior. Yes, it is. Of, and, and yes, it because is. Because we have always... Believe that we we want to give them the palate. We want to give them a variety. A buffet. Give them a buffet. A variety of things. Yes, but those. I mean, we had at one time yesterday or day before yesterday in the soybean field, the food plot because you had right. brassicas around right. the edge. There was uh, twenty two deer in the field at one time, and then some filtered out and more came in. And Andrew and I lost count in the seventies, as far as number of deer that we had seen. And there was, I think we saw eight bucks of all different sizes. Uh, but there was a ton of deer and at home, you can go a whole season and not see 70 deer. You know what I'm saying? You can go a whole season, and not see 30 deer, but to be able to see that many at one time, is really, really nice. Late season. Yeah. Give me late, late, season, give you late and, season. And I'm going to tell you what else. The majority of the woods are so quiet. When yeah. I say that is, you know, most people have hunted. They 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 fill their tags or they're done. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. their 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 wife's allotment time to to hunt. You know, is, right. is cut off or whatever it is. Or the or, husband or the husband can't go out and hunt anymore. Yeah, yeah. You I know. mean, come on, let's no, go but, Yeah, and it, it's colder. Most of your conditions are a little more extreme. Yeah, but if you dress for it, if you have the proper equipment and something else, I want as you as you you start to experience this. And you start seeing the more clothes you get on, the wear you you put on, the bulkier everything becomes. Also, it is a good practice to possibly think about shortening your draw length on your bow setups. You know, this might be a good podcast. Okay, yeah. Well, so we should, yeah. Okay, well, I, we'll, we'll go we'll, into that later. Yeah. We'll do a cold weather, a, a cold weather, yeah. a cold yeah. weather podcast. Yeah. But, but definitely, there are some tricks that I've learned. You know, doing it all this time. Well, real quick with that, yesterday, before I climbed the tree, I changed the order of my clothes because I was so bulky. And I made sure that my harness was on the outside that compressed things. And I actually tightened it up. You have to. So that it would compress. So it's flatter for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so hey, it buddy, was it was a great hunt. Congratulations! Was, thank you. It was a great hunt. I'm I'm super excited. You should be, and uh, and I can't wait to see and what it's going to look like on the wall. Wait till you take this venison home, hmm. buddy. Soybean, corn, hmm. you know, brassicas, turnips, going to be different radishes, than what, what you're South Carolina. Yeah, because that's all we have is acorn deer at yeah. home. Yeah. Where I hunt it is, it's just yeah. acorn. You're going to love it. So then I'm you're gonna, you know, it'll be ugly. You'll be begging to come back. Huh? Yeah, like, oh my gosh, Jeez. we'll have to put up with. I don't know though. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. What do you think? Oh, it squeaked. Oh, this was in my way. Oh, uh, oh, oh. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Love you, brother. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it. It feels like it. Yeah, I, I feel like I got knives sticking all in my back <laughs> over here. But it's, uh, it's it, it was a lot of fun, and I'm just still excited. I couldn't hardly go to sleep last night. I kept replaying everything through my mind, and that's awesome. And that's why I do what I do. Yep. That's why I hunt. That's why I take my kids hunting, hoping that they'll hoping that they'll uh, experience it as well, and they have. So, uh, um, but uh, yeah, that, that's how this season's been so far for Ralph and Vicky and for Pete, and uh, and it's, it's it's been a good year. Here in Illinois, and, and it ain't over, and, it, and, it, and it's not over, nope, and, nope. and it's not over. Because, uh, like you said, just for people listening, your season goes through January. Yep, fifteenth, normally fifteenth. January fifteenth yeah. at home, Around. mine closes January first. Um, and uh, um, on that, I want to say that my kids, uh, three of the four that hunt, have been able to take deer this year. Awesome, and they're all excited about that. So we just got Dinah has to get hers. She's passed on deer because she wants to kill one bigger than her sisters. So uh, No competition in the rock. No family competition at all. So we're going to get her out as soon as I get home and awesome. see Good if she can get one. So that's going to wrap up this edition of uh, Off Grid with Ralph and Vicki. I'm your host, Pete Rogers. Again, if you haven't subscribed to us, please do. Absolutely. Right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you come back again for more Ralph and Vicki's Off Grid podcast with your host, Pete Rogers.